Welcome everyone, this is the Bumcast, I am your host HBIC, the head bum in charge, along with my tag team partner as always, the one and only Baloney. Alright man, this is going to be one of the weirdest pods we do, um, because we got, we're live on the air, and right as we broke, we got big news, uh, Britney Spears is pregnant, yep. uh, so congratulations, no, I'm happy for her, good for her, but no, this is this is bigger than Britney being pregnant. Um, it looks like the Sox are going to be trading for Frankie Montas from Oakland. Um, Peter, that tweet that you just read right before it went online, that's a fake tweet. You got what? Well, there's so many moving parts going on right now. It, this is how, tough. We are recording live. I was sending out my normal ready to go tweets and, and, and getting everything ready. And then we get this hammer dropped on us that the Sox are trading for a starting pitcher they desperately need. So, yeah, um, there's a lot of moving parts. The, the wheels are turning. We're going to need people um, in the comments updating us and, and kind of breaking the news for us because I don't think I could be on Twitter and have coherent thoughts at the same no. time. But this is going to be fun. So hopefully yeah, something this happens. Is gonna, this is going to be very interesting today. We we might be breaking some news. Um, it, right now, it's coming out from Mike Rodriguez of Univision. He's basically saying that the Sox in Oakland are in very close agreement for Frankie Montas. They're basically their ace at this point uh no return yet on who Sox would be giving up or if it's official yet but um we will be watching this situation very closely because we definitely know that we need some starting pitching especially after this weekend we got Mr. Vincent Velasquez pitching the opener tomorrow and I just want to puke with that I'm really happy I'm not going to the game tomorrow because if I had to sit and watch this guy who would normally be DFA'd on any other championship team have to start for the White Sox in the home opener because we decided not to address pitching this off season. Eh, I'm just, yeah, I'm glad I'm not going tomorrow. I don't, I don't need that headache and that bad juju. So, I mean, we're playing catch up. We we've talked about it all off season that they needed to address starting pitching. Um, we knew that this was a possibility with the shortened spring and pitchers really get not getting a chance to stretch out. Um, as their normal spring training would be um, cold weather. I mean, this happens every year. Obviously, last year we were bitten by the ham by the hamstring bug, by the injury bug. Um, and this year seems like it's no different. Um, this is a move they desperately, desperately need. So if it does happen, um, yeah, like you said, I'm all in. I, I they need to address um, the starting pitching. And for, I mean, from what we've seen early in the season, obviously, cease. And Kopech both look like they're ready to take the next step up. And that's what we've been asking for. And that's what we need, especially with Lynn Giolito hurt for an unforeseen amount of time. I know Giolito says maybe two starts, um, but we really don't know yet. So it'll be yeah. uh, it'll be interesting. Yeah. I mean, honestly, this trade is coming. We, we signed Johnny Cueto, um, but he might he's on a minor league deal. He might not come up at all if he's not caught up i think it's like may 15th or something like that then he can leave his contract but we reason why this deal is probably coming together if if it does go through is because lance lynn is out until end of may june we know that he's got the meniscus issue and giolito exited his first start with he didn't even know he said like it's a weird pitching injury but it seems like it's an oblique or a rib cage or some kind of just muscle pull and I, last year, I, I, tweet, I usually call it pulled fat, you know, whenever you're reaching for something or turn the wrong way and you kind of pull the fat. Yeah. Obviously, Giolito has been working out. He's been in great shape um, all of his career. And even this year, he said he was in the best shape of his life. So it's not pulled fat, but it's something like that. Yeah. So hopefully this if this deal goes through. But yeah, we, we got Giolito's out for for two for two starts, at least. Um Kopech is still ramp ramping up in his arm strength, but Dylan Cease, man, he he's I guess he's copying your mustache or something because he might just win the Cy Young with that stash that he's got going now. Like, that's I mean, just, he's that's just got a, that's a fuck you stash right there. He's he's got a man stash. I'll, I'll I'll admit that this thing that I got, you know, like dirt on my lip. Um, I don't know. I I, I grew it out ironically, and now it's kind of a part of me. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, man, Dylan Cease came out firing and that's what we need right now. I mean, we talked about them being the walking wounded, um, they're, they're, they're the infirmary ward. Um, 
it just seems like uh, like we just can't catch a break. Jason, I know you talk about the firing the trainers, and I thought of, talked about bringing back Herm Schneider of all people. Herm Schneider and his little magic sticks, where he just Herm shock Sch you, he shock you back to health. I don't know what we need, but they need something. So if this, well, let, uh, like I, I was tweeting i tweeted out earlier, last year it was all the lower body injuries it was all the the hamstrings and the groins and everything and now it's all obliques and and your core and your rib like can we just do total body body stretches before games i mean like i don't know why it's one or the, one or the other it's lower upper just do the whole body man like it's not that hard i mean i guess i'm not a peak physical athlete but at least when i do stretches i do total body stretches and not just work on one part of my body it would be good it would be wise for them to invest in like a you know yoga instructor or somebody that really you know get diamond dale's page do the ddp yes ddp yoga man yoga. he he uh he's basically a lifesaver so yeah it would be good i mean he's got chris jericho still wrestling at 53 years old or whatever it is so i mean obviously the ddp works wonders um but aj pollock you know he first game fucking he comes out gangbusters he's hitting left and right he's scoring first next game gets a base hit right off the bat and then gets a little hammy pop or something um but he's going on maternity leave anyways so paternity he's be leave. out for paternity yeah not maternity paternity <laughs> leave <laughs> unless he's popping out babies too who knows um but yeah so he's going to be out for for a little bit but Let's hope that his injury history doesn't act up again because it's nice to finally have a right fielder who can hit, especially if he's hitting seventh or eighth in the lineup behind all the big bats, especially when Mankata comes back. We got T.A. back now, which that's just a whole different fuck you lineup when T.A.'s on top of the on top of the lineup there. It's a completely different dynamic. If T.A. is doing T.A. things and then Pollock at the end of the lineup, um, I mean, this we saw it all over Twitter. This team rakes, man. They're, um, we're going to see a lot of these 10-run, 11-run games uh, over the summer if we can all stay healthy. So that's the big asterisk. That's the th big thing I'm going to keep harping on. Um, but, yeah, man, Pollock looks like the real deal. Obviously, he had that hiccup uh, at the end of the game um, trying to feel the uh, the ball. But I, I, I said it, the the Sox are basically a fluke inning away from starting the season three and oh, so there's not much we can complain about. Obviously the injuries and, and obviously white Sox Twitter can complain about anything at any time, but realistically first three games went about as good um, as they could have. Other the than only thing, that, other than the injuries, the only thing I'll say, I was really surprised at how little home runs the Sox hit over the weekend. I mean, you had two by Vaughn, you had one from Yaz but I mean, Sox have usually been pretty damn efficient of crushing the ball in Detroit. And the fact that Lou Bob, Pito, or Eloy didn't hit one was very shocking. No, yeah, I definitely weekend. thought I thought you know Eloy or Lou Bob would actually would have one by now. But it's the first series of the season. Cold weather in Detroit. I mean, it wasn't warm at all. You know, I think what the the warmest game was mid fifties. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah, no, the, it's, I mean, they're going to, they're going to hit their home runs. Oh no, I've no doubt. I'm just surprised that it was just Andrew Vaughn. And speaking of him, La Russa just needs to keep him in the lineup every, absolutely every game. That's the one every, thing I, I have mean, written down right now. It's Andrew Vaughn is a menace right now. And he has to find a way to keep getting them at bats. Um, we talked about, you know, like, possibly him put platooning and, and, you know, DHing and, and, and playing the outfield spot starts and stuff like that. He needs to play every day. Um, get this kid as much experience and as much at bats as possible, because you've seen his product productivity so far. Um, that's somebody that needs to be in the everyday lineup. Yeah. So socks from opener Tuesday. Um, we're definitely, we're not going because it's obviously a Tuesday. It's hard to get off of work on a, on a Tuesday and, but again, like we mentioned, it's um, Vincent Velasquez and his 6.3 career ERA going up against a pretty decent Mariners offense. Um, I think that once we get and hopefully the, the Sox just outslug the Mariners tomorrow, because I'm not really expecting much. 
So hopefully it's homecoming. It's just balls yeah, start just flying mesh. all over the place. You yeah. know, just they're gonna another one of these. You know, first run, get out, get out early, take the lead early, first inning, second inning, and then go from there. Um, but yeah, man, it sucks not being at the home opener. We talked about. All right, we had that tweet out there. I have my tradition of of buying a White Sox hat before yeah, each home opener. Thank you for everyone who commented that. That apparently we should become a White Sox hat pod podcast now because. That, that when you start talking about socks hats, man, like everyone just starts everyone going had crazy a, over there. Everyone yeah, had an opinion. opinion. Everyone had a vote, and and we we asked what hat should I buy. I'm like, I'll leave it up to Twitter because I was indecisive, I, and I really like all four hats um, that we had talked about. So yeah, check us out on check out the post. It's it's a pinned post on our Twitter page right now at Shy Sports Bums. Check it out. Uh, send a retweet, send a comment on which one you're voting for. And then uh, before we go to our first game, Peter's getting a new hat. So we'll keep it open for a couple more days. Um, and so opening weekend, Sox took two, uh, two out of three, should have swept the Tigers. Cubs, I mean, they look pretty damn good too. Everyone thought that the Brewers were going to come in there and knock them out. And we don't really spend much time on Cubs talk because we're Southsiders and we're a White Sox majority pod. But I will say... I, I kind of expect this from the Cubs to just come out like gangbusters and then they'll start fading. Like, I think it's the same thing. Day. So that's what I had. I was like, are the Cubs actually good? They did the same thing last year, right? You know, they, yeah. they got out early, surprised some people, and then they really don't have the roster to maintain like a full season of, of this kind of baseball. But um, yeah, it was like, are they good? I, I They have some guys, you know, like uh, what's his name? Seiya Suzuki. Yeah. The Japanese he guy. looks like the real deal. I saw obvious shirts had that shirt where it's like Seiya in the Sega print. I thought that was oh, awesome. I'm like, if I'm a Cubs fan, I'm getting one of those. Um, but yeah, like obviously we'll see. Um, <laughs> oh, we got our first comment with uh, get a Cubs hat. So we might have to mute Fishbones for the time being. Thank you, Fishbones, for listening, by the way. Shout out to John. Um, he was very excited for uh, uh, the live show today. But yeah, yeah. No, welcome no back, John. No. Don't ever, you know, John. You're never allowed to go on vacation again with your family to Mexico. You have to, you have to watch the bumcast live all the time. How dare you? Oh, and although he did, and mention, Jose too. He's got, a, he's got a, uh, he's got a hockey game at like nine forty five. So realistically, John, you're not getting much, much ice time. Keep your phone on the bench. You could, you, you could stream us live. Keep the live stream going even when you're on ice. Um, we'll still be here. That's right. Um, so yeah. Okay. So Sox got the Mariners. We will actually be at the game on Saturday against Tampa Bay. We'll be in lot B. We will be tailgating in the morning. Yeah, I will. Cause you got to work. Um, maybe, but we will be in lot B. We will be tailgating at around 10, 10 30 in the morning. We will be busting out our first ever whiskey at Comiskey. So yes. we will be, we went something that we've been kind of hinting about and talking about on social media, but our goal this year is whenever we go to the game. And even if we're not there, if it's a home burner, we want to see what, what bourbon you're drinking, what whiskey you're drinking at the game. So we're busting out our hashtag whiskey at Comiskey. Send us a picture of your bottles. We'll retweet it out. We want to, we want to connect with fellow bourbon lovers. Even if you're a whiskey lover, maybe you like yeah, the Canadian it, stuff, which, is, be, which I, is fine too. Maybe you're, you're just, you know, you got, you like the little JMO still, you know, you, you haven't graduated to, to the, to the bourbon yet. So you're still on your JMO game, but that's okay. Yeah, you know, to each their whiskey. own. I will say, but it's still I, whiskey. We, we started like r- way early in our, you know, drinking days. We were scotch guys for a long time. We were, um, we were big Johnny Walker guys for, we the did do, time. we, we went to, um, to bourbon, um, I want to welcome every. It could be Canadian whiskey. It could be, you know, rye. Anything you guys are drinking, hashtag us, Twitter, Instagram, bourbon bums, whiskey at Comiskey. I will say the one caveat, maybe no fireball. Maybe no fireball. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Unless unless you unless you're, you know, unless your wife or girlfriend wants to do some fireball, that's fine. But let's, or let's if try you're to get... still in college, if you're still in college, send us all the fireball shots. Um, that's true. Send them all your pictures. But yes, what we want, we want to we want to see what your show us that bottle next to the stadium, hold it up nice and proud. And I'll be trying to decide what I'm bringing to the game on Saturday. It's always it's always deadly when you start slamming some bourbon at 10, 11 in the morning. 
Um, things could escalate kind of quickly, but I plan on eating all of the, the tailgating meats and probably getting a brother or something at, in the stadium. So, yeah, I was going to first game, wait. first game of the year. I'm excited about this. We got to bring home a winner. We had very good record last year going to games in our in our 20 game package. So we're going to try to keep things going, even though it's going to be against a very tough uh, Tampa Bay team. Yeah, and I don't know when I'm going to make it there, but I got to make it there soon. Um, I, I, we've been itching for this season to start for so long with the lockout and everything else. You know, the getting bounced out of the playoffs early. Um, so, yeah, I got to get to a game quickly, um, but we'll figure it out. And then shout out Cousin Johnny. Um, he's been working on some whiskey at Comiskey stuff. Um, we'll post them on on the Instagram and, and uh, Twitter pages soon. It should be a fun time. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna hopefully try to get some shirts done up or something here. So, um, if you want to be part of the the Bourbon Bums, the Whiskey at Comiskey Club, just and show your love, we'll definitely follow us on social media. We'll give you more details as they come. Um, all right, so I gotta give you a shout out, also kind of a poo poo, but you, we came back last week. We dropped our Masters bets. You do you do your Masters bets every year. Mm-hmm. Last year you fucking killed it. I think you might have you were like three for four, four for four on your on your picks last year. And it wasn't just it was like your top 10, top 20 finishes. You went one for five, but you did pick the winner. Dude, and I was gonna say, I knew you were mad about the one for five compared to last year. Betting golf and predicting golf is so hard that one for five is basically, you know, like that's that's a Hall of Fame career right now. Like, if, if I was a baseball player, I'd be hitting above 300 easy. So, yeah, man, shout out Scotty Scheffler. Um, it was uh, it was an uneventful weekend, I will say. Like, if you're, like, a golf fan or Masters fan, he basically ran away with the tournament. Cam Smith made it interesting for a little bit. Um, you had the Tiger storyline, which I love personally. It was awesome to see him get out there and, and play well over the first day and then make the cut kind of fell off at the end but just for the fact that tiger made it four rounds at augusta after all of what he's been through that was awesome um yeah, Rory... tiger making the cut what tiger making the cut was just a good thing to see like he had a good first day and people were kind of saying that he was going to fall off which he kind of did but he still managed to make the cut and you know you're gonna you're gonna gas out you know especially your first time after four after 17 months yeah so yeah i, I think realistically he talked about it after a Sunday, he's not going to play a full schedule. Nowhere near a full schedule. I think the next time we'll see him is at the Open Championship at um, in England at uh, St. Andrews. Or Scotland? Yeah, St. Andrews, Scotland. Um, but yeah, realistically, he's only going to play the major tournaments. That's all we need to see him. We, if we see him four times a year, five times a year maybe, toss in a couple extra tournaments, that would be awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a good weekend. Uh, shout out you and Joey P. Um, <laughs> Joey P says, I need the Steiner math on how P- Peter picked that winner. <laughs> Realistically, I- I'm glad you brought it up, Joey. Um, Cam Smith, he was a favorite. He's the world number one player in the world. Um, he's been red hot uh, the last six weeks or so, um, but he's been really, really good for the last like 18 months. Um, the way I picked him realistically was because he's been so good. And the people around him weren't playing their best golf. You know, just John Rahm has been the, the world number one. He's been really bad. Dustin Johnson, same thing. Um, so I just, you know, it's like a process of elimination. And then my other guy who seems to be um, always in contention, Justin Thomas, he was same thing, had, had been playing well. John or Jason, you mentioned like what happened to Justin Thomas. The thing about Justin Thomas is he had a bad week. He's still tied for eighth. Like his bar is so high that even when he has bad weekends, he's still top tening. So yeah, but obviously Scotty Scheffler is on another level. He's on he, if it's if this was NBA Jam, he'd be. I mean, he's on fire. Like it's crazy yeah. how good he is right now. No, I'm I, I'm happy that I picked him as overall winner. I'm getting a little nervous there at the beginning of on Sunday when Cam was only down by a stroke, and it was I was seriously questioning cashing out, but I'm happy I rolled it through and took out the, took all that money back. So can, thank you for the Scotty Scheffler 
overall winner bet. At this point, between your parlays, my golf bets, I mean, if it's, you know, FanDuel, Barcelona Sportsbook, Points Bet, MGM, somebody sponsor us. There's space right up here where we could toss an ad out. We've been doing pretty good. Our NFL season was pretty good, too. Yes. Also, but I want to say a big, you know, middle finger to FanDuel for screwing me on my Sunday parlay bet because apparently a stolen base or a fielder's choice does not count as a total base. So when I had Lou Bob as two yeah. plus total bases and they didn't count the fact that he stole the base and that he reached in a fielder's choice, that upset me because I was like, Sox are going to have an offensive explosion on Sunday and TA comes back, gets me the two hits. Brayu gets me the hit in the RBI. Lubob has got the hit, a stolen base, and reached. And they didn't count the Lubob. Um, that was tough. Also, I would be we have to remember. Yes, we have to remember. You said you were going to say something that was going to upset Joey P. Okay, I'm glad. I'm glad you brought this up. This was during. Uh, I should have brought it up during White Sox talk because I did have it written down. Um, last year was the ongoing bit. Shout out Joey P. Shout out Johnny. Say something nice about Lurie Garcia, Jason. That bit's over. I'm I. There's no defending Lurie Garcia this year. I'm not riding the Lurie legend train this year for 162 games or now 159 games. I can't do it. Last year it was more poking fun at you for being so negative all the time. I was a visionary. This year I just can't. <laughs> I don't want to see Lurie every day. I don't want to see Lurie at bats. I I don't want. The less Lurie, the better. So that Thank was going to be my take. Joey, you're on your own at this one. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm not saying that the Sox ex- offensive explosion happened because Lurie was sitting. I'm also not not saying that. So I'm just, I'm a, I'm a data guy. I go by numbers. And when Lurie's batting sixth or seventh in that lineup, the runs seem to be about half what they were when he's on the bench. So that's all I'm saying. Let's let's get off the Lurie Legend train and just keep him as late inning Sunday replacements, whatever he needs. Yeah, see, I'm sorry, Joey. I know. I can't do it. I just can't do it for a whole nother season. And realistically, the best payoff was that playoff game. That home run, you know, at Sox Park, that playoff game, that was the payoff of the full season of us saying, say something nice about Lurie Garcia. If this was a movie, that's where the movie ended. There's no sequel. I even I'm not doing a sequel. I even put him in a parlay bet on Saturday because he actually had a good career history against uh Casey Maz, Maze, my whatever his name is. He actually had a good he has a good career against him, and then he went over. And I mean that's Lurie. That's Lurie yeah, for that, you. I'm never I'm never betting on him again. All right. Peter, you you were talking about this. The entire week, your midlife crisis. This was uh, something that came to us via Johnny. Um, we're old, man, and the we the are. way I figured it out, he sent us a picture of a VIP card to Bamboo Room. If you guys don't know, because at this point it's been closed for a decade, Bamboo Room was a bar club. That uh, we used to venture out on a suburban, suburban, suburban bar in Downers Grove. And we realized he had that summer of 2005. That card is 17 years old. That card is almost old enough to buy cigarettes and vote. (laughs) And I realized that was 17 years ago. And that hit me like a ton of bricks. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, realistically, we'd like to reminisce all this stuff, you know, you know club in the shy days and all that stuff. But realizing that bamboo room was 17 years ago was something else. So yeah, that, oh, that, man. that took me down I a, loved, a, a I midlife crisis, room, if you will. It was fun. Are you going to, are you going to go out and buy like a red Corvette convertible now? Like, no. So what I was really going to, what I was get really spray, doing, get a spray tan and some Botox. Was that's is this what your next move is now? No, so the move was I started thinking about like, wow, we're getting up there in age. We're celebrating your 40th birthday this summer. And um, I had written a blog 
seven years ago. And it was basically like ways I'm old or like reasons I realized I'm old. And now seven years ago, it seems like, I mean, I was a young guy then. So I've got my top 10 ways I realized I was old like seven years ago. And I want you to bounce back and forth to see if it's something you still do or not. The first one, top, number 10, I watch the news. Like I watch the news all the time. And it's like, that's an I, old person. I, I, I read news online. I don't watch yeah. the news. Well, I will say the last three years or so, it's been very, very tough to watch the news. So yes, I'm I, now I'm more, you know, picking and choosing what I'm reading and stuff like that. But just for the fact that I'm catching up on current events and looking at like, you know, overseas news and, and everything else. It's like, we're old, man. Like we're, we're yeah. old. No, you got to keep up on the current events. Cause then, especially in social media days, you, there's a lot, all the, a lot of fake news and all the bots and everything. So yeah, I mean, you gotta, you gotta know like what's the, what's reputable and what's not. And I read a lot, I read a lot of different sources online and, but I can't watch like ABC news at 10. That just, that's yeah, no, too yeah. depressing. It's like yeah, it's, people it getting shot, carjacked yeah. and, but realistically, like, you know, like 10 years ago or even like I was reading ESP, like I was on Roto World half the day. And then like Me Perez, Perez Hilton that's... and stuff like now it's like Reddit Gawker. World News and stuff like that. Yeah. Gawker and stuff like that. <laughs> and now it's like Reddit World News. I'm like, it's things have changed. Number nine. I like Fig Newtons. Fuck you. What? Fig Newtons? That's like senior citizen food, man. <laughs> I know. It's like what your grandma gives you I when know. she when you would go to grandma's house and she I, I want a snack and you're like, I got Fig Newtons. Like, you don't so got any fucking my, crackers or something? My dad gets them or like he likes them, obviously, because he's old. And so like he'll bring them in the work and now we'll have like Fig Newtons and a cup of coffee like in the mornings. And I'm like, man, this is nice. So, yeah. What about you just can't you just can't do donuts? Like what's wrong with donuts or bagels? I mean. I get my fair share of donuts already, Jason. I don't think we need any more of that. So maybe a fig Newton or two wouldn't be. Why don't you bad. just why don't you just get like like a little old school like '80s lunchbox and like fill a little cup full of cereal and then you can eat that when like have like your Frosted Flakes or Lucky Charms or All something. Right, I don't need you judging me on my fig, fig Newtons. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying I like fig Newtons. All right, fine, fine. Enjoy your fig Newtons. Number eight. And this is something I realized the last time we were at a at a Bears game. We were at that Bears game in Arizona at, or against Arizona. Against Arizona. It was rainy, windy, cold, miserable day. We had our boots on, we had waterproof jackets on. That was such a sensible style that we basically had. You know, we all had our duck boots or work boots and stuff like that. If we were 20, 21, 22 years old, we're at that game in a hoodie. And, <laughs> and 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 converse. I know we are. You know, like you're on, in your gym shoes. On. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you on that one because at 21, 22, I wouldn't even go. I'd be like, you guys go have fun. Fuck that shit. Ah, well then. So the the that one is like we're dressing sensible to the weather, basically. Like we all had Dude, ponchos and gloves in, and stuff like that. Back in 05 when the when the uh, Bears played the Panthers in the playoffs. I got I got free playoff tickets given to me, and I turned turned around and sold those things. I was like I had no desire to go sit in the cold in the snow, and they got their ass kicked that game anyways by Steve Smith. But that's neither here or there. All right, truth be told, I don't want to go in the cold. You never liked the cold, but now I'm just did. saying we dress sensible for the cold. We did, we do. Um, I'm sleepy. I'm just sleepy all the time. It, it could be morning. It could be middle of the day it could be now i'm sleepy it's just like that you, you need like a, you need like a lunch lunch time nap you need like if a I nap, power nap I'm, you need an after work nap you need i'm all about the naps dude if yeah. i nap i'm more sleepy like it, it's maybe it's backward maybe my brain i'm only doing this podcast this. right now because i power napped after work <laughs> you are a professional napper i am um it's, i mean this was 7 years ago this doesn't even have to be said sports we don't play sports anymore remember we when we went on vacation, we made it a point to like play basketball and tennis and everything like that. Like that's yeah, never the, the, happening the tur tur tournament of champions in that's Puerto never, Vallarta where that's never happening anymore. Going out, no, I mean, honestly, it, dude, if, if we're, if we're playing sports now, someone's 
pulling a turn an ACL or we, pulling a hammy or something. We would be the White Sox. I pulled fat, you know, yeah. bad knee, landslide. I would have all of the White Sox injuries combined into one. I would have an oblique. I would have a bad bad knee. I would have a rotator. Dude, I I sit on the couch and I and I rotate my ankles and you can just hear the popping left and right. <laughs> that's what I say. If I go like this, it's like a cement mixer. And that that's another one. Shout out Joey P. He keeps like needling me wanting to play wiffle ball. The reason I have like a busted rotator cuff is from striking out Joey P and Manny like every Saturday morning. <laughs> uh, Shots during wiffle fired. Ball. Shots fired. Uh John Hockey, you could play hockey. Game, we just talked about you have a game at 9.45 at night. That's just not feasible. <laughs> but kudos to you, man. Kudos yeah, to you. shout out John. John's still playing hockey. That's credit to him. Um, not, The other one was I drink wine now. This was seven years ago. Now we yes. drink bourbon, So oh, which yeah. is now we're older. Wine and bourbon wanna, is like. Dude, I just I just did inventory today. I have We have 46 bottles of wine in our house. And that's like great. five of those are magnums. Yeah. So that's, that's just like anyone listening. Thing. Anyone, anyone listening, please, please come over and help drink some of this wine because I can't even go pick up my bottles from Cooper's Hawk anymore because I have no more place to put them. If this was 2005, it'd be like, do you want to drink Mickey's or do you want to drink Budweiser? <laughs> do you want, like, what are we drinking? Do Edward, Edward 40 hands. Edward and 40 hands and stuff like that. Or like Wizard the. Staff? Uh, the wizard staff with like a can of modelos to the ceiling, basically. Things have changed. I love, I um, love it. I'm all whiskey and wine now. Yep. I love it. All right. I got two more to just really right. technology is passing us by both of us. You know, TikTok, the ticking, talking, even this right now, we talked about wanting to um, embed videos and images to like the screen. It takes me like 25 minutes to figure it out. And we just didn't have the time. So I'm going to have to figure it out if we want to keep doing these live videos. But realistically, we need like we need like an unpaid intern that's like 21 or 22 to really know what the hell is going on, because just getting yeah. these graphics up is a, is a it's a miracle that we're doing this live. Yep. And then the, the last one, I mean, and it's just this is one that like, I don't know if you could relate, Jason. This is more of a guy thing. Uh, my farts smell like my dad's. Something <laughs> something. Something in me changed, and it's like, we got old man farts now. And, and you had that tweet. Shout out, Sarah. Your, your saint, saint of a fiance. You had a tweet talking about you're still, you're still pounding White Castles like they're freaking Tic Tacs. <laughs> I don't know what that's. I don't know what that does to your body because that cannot be good. I, like, from experience. Sometimes you, sometimes you need a cleanse, but... Yeah, I, for some reason, I had a taste for White Castles at lunch. Joey P at Shy Sports Bums on TikTok. We've got a couple good ones. We've gone viral a couple times on TikTok. You know, I, and I'm, when I say viral, it's viral for 38-year-old men that don't dance. Um, a couple thousand views and stuff like that. But, yes, we are on TikTok. We don't understand it. I, I try it. I try to figure it out. But if you guys want to see some TikToks, go to our TikTok. But yeah, so that's it. I mean, we're just right, there's my there's my TikTok dance. That was uh, that was um, <laughs> that that image that Johnny sent us took me down a downward spiral of like, holy shit, well, we are old. Bamboo room, sound cards from Soundbar. Probably had some polecats passes in there somewhere. Like what's over... crazy is like every every place we mention and like our our stomping grounds, if you will, they're all like, you know. Whole Foods and Lululemons now, like there's no, like there's, they don't exist anymore. Yeah. All right. So, wait. What is Julie? Can you bring? I don't even remember how the macarena goes. Like, we can bring the macarena back on TikTok. Maybe Doctor Evil back. I like it. All right. So, so speaking of bodies and all that stuff, this kind of actually ties into my getting to know you question. All right, hit me. And it's and it's a very good like people for our age. Um it's a it's a would you rather. So here it goes. Would you rather have six pack 
rock solid abs and a fat face or a skinny face and a dad bod? Skinny face and a dad bod. I mean, dad bods are in right now. Skinny face right now. You, you, if, if For those that don't know, we broadcast live on 720p. We're not going 1080 until <laughs> maybe after your wedding and we both slim down a little bit. You can't handle the bums in HD. So, so my answer is skinny face, dad bod. It does. It the abs don't matter if you got a jacked up, you know, looking like Duke the Dumpster Drosy or something. Like it's not. <laughs> that doesn't matter. I think I'm. I think I'm taking the the six pack and the fat face. I can I can hide I can hide the fat face with my beard. But I want to fit in some nice slim cut shirts again, man. Like I want to wear a nice suit. I want to wear a three piece. I want to come out looking like Cody Rhodes when I go to like a, a wedding or something like that. And I got to speaking of that, I got a wedding. I got a I got in seven months, so I need to like fit. I don't want to have any man spanks or anything to fit in my tux here. So I'm trying hard to to lose the dad bod here, but I'm I want the rock hard six pack abs now. I will say we are now at the point of. I mean, it's basically post COVID. Deep in the middle of COVID, when I had my black mask on and sunglasses on, I was hot as hell. Cause you didn't know who was under the under that mask. You didn't know who was under the sunglasses. So maybe if it was then, the abs would have worked out or something. But no, realistically, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I just I just don't want to buy baggy t shirts anymore. I want to buy like a nice button up shirt and everything and Maybe <laughs> Julie wants to Julie. I, wait, now, Julie, is that is that abs for Peter or abs for you? I was about to say, I was like, now I'm going to have to change my answer. Julie wants me to get abs. I'm getting abs. See, I'm, I'm telling you. See, Chris King, he wants a six pack fat. Uh, thank you. See, I want I, I'm telling you, I want to wear I want to wear nice clothes again. You know, I had to I had to I can't. Here's the thing. Here's the problem with. With I got six, need to, six pack fat face. I I can't. I have to buy like custom shirts because my neck is so fucking fat that I can't like button it up and wear a tie. What? I, I have like a 19 inch neck and it's very depressing when I can't. And I, I'm like literally like going gasping for air with a, with a tie on. Like, so I want to I, I need to lose some of this. I can't no count on that. <laughs> Yeah, man, I, I, I've never really noticed your neck. Like that's like that's an actual thing. Yeah, it, like when you, if you want to wear like a nice dress shirt and you have to wear a tie, you got to look at the neck size too. Otherwise, like if you buy like an, I have like I can fit like in an extra large shirt, but the neck still doesn't work for me. So I need to, I need to slim down here. I'll keep the fat face. I don't know if neck, if face and neck are correlated at all. So if I. Maybe I'll take the skinny face if it slims slims down my fat ass neck. You need, but you need I just, to get I just that, want to wear. You need to get that Rocky Four, that crazy ass Rocky Four workout when he was in Russia, where you just like strap freaking weights with like a leather strap to your head and you just do this thing. <laughs> well, it, go, it goes back to the it goes back to like, to the sound card in the the VIP the bamboo room thing. I see pictures from like Facebook memories from twelve plus years ago when I would go to clubs in like a three piece or like a two piece, like a suit and or a shirt and a vest and everything in a tie trying to look all dapper and shit for like bottle service or new year's Eve parties. I can't do it anymore. And it, it makes me miss those days where I could, I could fit into something, but, but it looks like we got a few with the, with the abs. So fat faces in six pack abs, rock, rock hard abs in. I'm all for it. That's my, that's my getting to know you question. All right, I liked it. All right, um, I think all we got left is bumming some people today, my man. We do have some bums. I just wanted to check, just to make sure, just a quick check of the Twitter to make sure the White Sox didn't do anything. They have not. Bro- it has not happened yet. All right. Yeah, and if they all trade right. one, I'm writing. All right, go ahead and give us your MVB and what a bum. All right, so um, shout out to um, shout out to Harold Baines. We're not going to be at the uh, we're not going to be at the home opener. Um, Harold Baines will be. 
Um, for those that don't know, Harold Baines was diagnosed with heart and kidney failure. Um, basically, what, like six months ago? Or 18 months ago. And then he had, um, he had uh, 114 days ago, he had um, double transplant to the kidneys and heart. And he'll be at the game. He said he announced he's going to be at the White Sox home opener. Um, Crazy story. Um, Shout out Harold Baines. He's been, you know, in the White Sox organization for a long, long time. And realistically, nobody really knew that he was sick. Um, Kept it pretty personal. Um, close to the vest and this announcement was basically the first a lot of people heard of it white Sox day was like i had no idea a couple of the other white Sox twitter people were like wow this was shocking but obviously still good news um he made it out the other side and it sounds like they're giving him a, as clean of a bills of health as possible for all things considered so harold baines my mvb um white Sox legend good for him shout out to uh Shout out to him because that's a feel good story if I've ever read one. And right. then my bum was someone you tweeted me about at the time. I'm all like, for this. I'm all for like, this. I was like, take it easy. I might be troll I might be trolling a bit because you know where I stand on this, and I'm I'm team big cat on this. Cristiano Ronaldo, bum of the week. Yeah. And it's I've always been obviously as a man uh, as a man you fed and then a Real Madrid fan, I've been a Ronaldo fan. Um, more of the stuff on the field, obviously, than off the field. Um, but realistically, uh, Manu lost to uh, Everton one nothing. He was coming out of the tunnel or into the tunnel. He slapped the phone from a fourteen-year-old boy's hand, um, bruised the hand. Phone broke. Um, just you can't do this shit, man. Like realistically, you're a professional athlete. He he came out with an apology, saying like the emotions got the best of him. And stuff like that. But realistically, you've been in worse situations. Um, you just can't throw these temper tantrums like that. And it sucked because this kid, Jake Harding, it was his first ever match. He's 14 years old. He's excited. He was recording everybody coming in and out of the tunnel and stuff like that. Um, there were reports that he was possibly autistic. I couldn't verify if it was true or not. Um Regardless, doesn't matter. You just can't do that to that kid, especially, but anybody. Um, Chris, you're right. He's a clown. Um, it just sucks because, like, it's such an avoidable thing, you know? Like, you just don't do it. Um, so, yeah, he's my bum of the week. And for the foreseeable future, outside of soccer, too, man, you, they might be my bum of the week every week for for a while. Look, I'm. you know where I stand on this. I'm going full meathead and ban him from all international competition ban him from all domestic competition i just full on full on ban you can't do it no kick him Not off the tour model. dog yeah kick him yeah get him out of here don't need any of that take away all his accolades just er- erase all his his accomplishments and from, from the history books messi's the number one goat of all time all the records are held by messi now long live justice i will say shout out to that kid's mom he apologized right away. He offered to invite the kid and the mom to have a day at Old Trafford and watch a Man U game and, you know, like, basically make things right. The mom's like, fuck you. We don't want that. Like, we don't we don't care about that. <laughs> like, we just don't want anything to do with you, which is the right thing to go about it. So shout out to that kid's mom. It seems like uh, she's holding a grudge, and rightfully so. Yeah. Ban him. Um, so before I go to my MVBs and my what a bums, do you ever just like walk around your house and notice like random like Taco Bell packets are just like on your desk or table or something between the White Castle talk and now the Taco Bell talk, Jason James? I mean, I got I got a I got a few like white Sarah, sa- or uh Taco Sarah Bell Drake fire packets here. Is a saint. <laughs> you never just you never just find Taco Bell packets laying around your house. See, this is the problem when you work from home. Like you just have random that is, condiments yeah. just laying around. We do we do have like an we have a drawer in our kitchen where it's like all the extra sauce, you know, McDonald's sweet and sour and like, you know, Arby sauce and 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 fire sauce and stuff like that. So yes, they're not really laying around, but we do have a specific place for them. Yeah. 
Well, I keep them handy just in case I need. <laughs> you, you, you're packing heat. <laughs> I, 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 I right. keep that. I keep that thing on me. My um, I'm gonna start with uh my my MV. I'm gonna start with my bum. Okay. Um, Adam Schefter this week. Um, as most of you probably have heard, uh, Dwayne Haskins, um, quarterback uh, on the Pittsburgh Steelers, was tragically killed over the weekend. He was got he got hit by a car. Um, and as, as Schefter was breaking the news, he had to put a little comment in there about how he was a standout in college and struggled in the NFL to catch on with teams. Not really necessary when you're talking about a guy who literally just passed away a couple hours ago and his family is grieving and everyone see with his 9.4 million followers, whatever it is. Yes, Julie. She she agrees. He is he was that was very scummy. Um so he deleted the tweet, but um no formal apology. And you know, while we're at it, let's just let's just throw in a double bum of uh this old fuck Gill, whatever the whatever the I don't know his complete name, but I never even heard of him until um he came out and he had a on Sirius XM, he had a clip about how he I, and I, I don't want to, I'm probably misquoting him here, but basically saying that he was asking for death. He was living on the, uh, some, I'm paraphrasing, but um, he apologized, but that was still. There's a time and a place for all of that stuff. And that wasn't the time or the place. Um, Jason, you mentioned it. He did apologize. The way he apologized was basically promoting his podcast and talking about how he's going to apologize on the podcast which is about as tone deaf as you can get. Like if you're going to apologize to his family and you're going to apologize to everyone, just do the apologizing. Don't promote yeah. your podcast. It, it makes things worse. Realistically. Gil, Gil like, Brandt. Gil yeah. Brandt was the, was the guy. Um, so I'm just going to new rule. When people want to get a comment on something, no 80, 90 year olds, any old, old men living in the stone age comments anymore. Oh. Like just, my midlife crisis. We're almost there, man. I know, but I don't, I'm sure people don't want to hear my, my hot takes about how, you know, like in 50 years, how Jordan was better than LeBron. I will always, I will, I don't care how old I am. I'm, we just might have to do a podcast once a year praising Michael Jordan until the day. Fair I enough. Die. Fair enough. Um, so at, yeah, Adam Schefter, tone deafness. Hold on. So the Gill thing. Um, Julie yeah. just mentioned, so he had mentioned that he's living to die and he said, if he would have stayed for another year, maybe he wouldn't be walking on the highway. And yeah, like it's like, you just don't say these things in public on the radio. Um, when someone is, you know, hours ago passed away, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. That's just ignorant, ignorant comments like that. I mean, just, just say nice things. Don't be, don't be a dick. That's all I, that's all Schefter Gill, my my what a bums. Um, my MVB is going back to to food because okay. I love food. Um, it's this class action lawsuit that the good these good Samaritans have filed against Burger King for false advertisement with their photos of food. So like when you they see the advertisement, you get nice, thick, juicy burgers, and then you go pick up something from Burger King, and it's like a third of the size. So they're suing for false advertisement, and I am a hundred percent for that because I am sick of seeing all these new items that come out and they look great. And I know they have to do the makeup on the food and all that shit, but I don't like it. I don't like seeing my chicken sandwich look like a, like baby chick. I mean, I want the, I want the hen. I want the, I want the cock. I want the rooster. You don't want your food to have Instagram filters. No, I don't. Give me, give me the, give me what I have to wake up to, you know, like in the morning, give me the, give me the, Messy hair, don't care, all that, all the hashtags and everything like that. But so there's a there's a lawsuit being filed against Burger King and it's still pending. I hopefully it goes through and then everyone who ever ate at Burger King or McDonald's or Wendy's can finally get a piece of the pie, maybe get a free sandwich or something or 40 cents in retribution. But I'm all for it. I think I think fast food companies need to go more realistic advertisement with what like their it. food looks like. I like it. So that's that's my MVP. People who are standing up for a little guy in fast food. 
Jason's been catfished by Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> I have been catfished. Yes. Have you, I think, I think like Burger King wise, not only do their sandwiches look a lot, they're actually a lot smaller than they, they seem like in their commercials. But if you actually order like a Burger King, like chicken sandwich before, it's the most pathetic looking thing that you'll ever see when you, when you unwrap it. And then when they, they hype, they make it look so gorgeous and pretty in their commercial, but it's, it's yeah. It's like, you, you know, you, what you want to, you want a supermodel and then you get me. <laughs> you get, you get your fat neck with, but with abs. Yeah, exactly. So see, you think you, you think you're getting, you think you're getting six pack abs, but you're still getting a fat face and a fat neck who can't wear a tie. 19 inch neck. That's right. We got a uh, bum of the week from Julie. Uh, bum of the week, Adam Schefter for being a heartless scumbum. And uh, MVB, shout out Christy and Billy. Shout out Chris. Uh, they're babysitting tomorrow. So uh, me and Julie can have a nice, well-earned date night. Very nice. Also, I'll, I'll give you an opportunity. Do you want to bum your sisters? Yes, I like that. I, I, if you guys follow me on Instagram, um, it was National Siblings Day. None of them wished me uh, happy siblings. None of mine did either, man. I I want those only child days back. Yeah. So luckily, now I got a brother. Um. So now I'm uh I'm all Team Billy, Christian. Team uh, Billy, Christian Seneca, and Kick Rocks. Yeah. I, I mean, I just I just met my siblings, you know, three years ago, and I didn't even get a happy like. I have to go back to my only child days at this point, like. <laughs> I finally get to I finally get to celebrate National Siblings Day and no one even no one even knows I exist. Maybe next year. Tell you, man. We're 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 a lonely island here, man. Island of two. And we'll bring Billy. We'll bring Billy with. Billy, you want to come join our our man yeah. island of of. <laughs> I don't know if you want to call it man island. <laughs> I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> it's the well, man. Maybe... We'll call it the man island of brotherly love. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. I'm down. All right. Well, that ends our Monday night edition of the live bumpcast. As once again, a couple things. Um, we are going to be at the game on Saturday. So if you are going, come tweet us uh, at Shy Sports Bums. We'll let you know where we are in Lot B. Come have some bourbon. Maybe if I have some arachetta or something grilling on in the morning, you can partake in some food and some White Sox beers. I got a couple cases of of uh, the White Sox Golden Nails, since they are being discontinued, I'm going to start scooping up as many cases as I can. Uh, also, a uh, couple couple of weeks from now, we got our NFL Bears insider, Rob Schwartz. He's going to be coming back to do a Bears post-draft analysis. We believe we're going to do that May 1st, Sunday night, May 1st, after the draft. So we invite you guys uh, to come back and join us live. He'll be taking questions live and giving, you know, feel free to ask him whatever you want. If you want to pre-submit some questions to us that we can ask him live on the air. But he's going to join us to uh, break down uh, the Bears draft picks. So that's going to be in a couple of weeks. Um, we probably won't be doing a show next uh, Sunday because of Easter. So we might be uh, doing another Monday night show. So I'll just keep that going right there. But uh, thanks for everyone for joining us. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube now. And yes, also please. follow us on Facebook so you can keep the notifications of when we go live on the Bumcast. And other than that, thanks, guys. And we'll catch you next week. Good night, Fishbones. Good night, Fishbones. <laughs>